Alright, welcome back to another episode of Fan Speculation. I am CJ Palmasano. I'm Vinny Carini. And tonight we're being joined by a very special guest, an old high school buddy of ours, Nick Carbone. What's going on, man? Hey, you know, just chilling. It's, it's been a very, very long time since you, you and I have hung out in something like this. Oh, yeah. In, in this capacity? Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than just a couple, couple local water holes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we've seen each other at, like, like, like bars here and there throughout the past couple of years. For those who might be idiots. <laughs> no, you're not idiots. We all love you. I just don't know if that's a Jersey thing, the local water hole. I don't know. I'm idiot to it. So I guess I'm the idiot didn't understand. That's right. that's why I said for us. No, but it's, it's cool to see. It's cool to actually uh, have you on. Uh, we were, me and Vin were talking about it. Um, I actually had texted you sometime last week. There was a local show I was trying to go to. Ended up not going to it. Just asked, hey, don't know if you're in this kind of band, this kind of music, but it's been a long time since you and I have caught up. He's, you're like, yeah, I, I can do some next week though, and here we are. Yeah, well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here. Um, okay, just gonna say it now. Week prior was my fault. We didn't talk about Bad Batch. Week prior, uh, two weeks prior, the week prior was Vinny. That's fault. right. You can blame blow both of us this time. We fucking blow at Bad Batch. <laughs> we love the show. Don't get us wrong. It's just there's just so much Marvel content happening right now. Yeah, it's very hard to keep up. It's very hard to keep up. So anyway, remember we still got the redos of the sequel trilogies coming up in the near future. That's right. Still working on that first draft. Well, not the first draft, the first episode. Our, uh, it's not confirmed that. That uh, Filoni's going to redo the trilogy, right? It's uh, at this point I've heard things about Filoni and Favreau like trying to retcon the new trilogy. I don't know. I'm not going to believe anything until somebody says something. Yeah. Or something happens in the shows or movies. You, you know what it is? There's so much going on. They have to pump out the next season of Mando. They got to do Ahsoka. They got to do Boba Fett. They well, got to do well, all this other shit. Well, they're almost done with Boba Fett, I think, because it's coming out later this year. Yeah, but well, they still have to do Ahsoka. They finished Obi Wan, right? Obi-Wan's still currently filming, but it'll probably be done soon. Yeah. But Those are going to be kick-ass shows, dude. We're getting Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, another season of Mando, and, and Boba Fett. It's yeah, going to be insane. Good. Mando was good. But, dude, those are four mega shows, and I love that they all take place post-Empire yeah. because that's the golden age of Star Wars. Everything before that, people were like, Everybody liked the original three movies and everything that came afterwards. Well, yeah. you know, I just hope they don't kind of like just screw it up. You know, that that's my biggest concern, and I think that's a lot of people's biggest concern. I think the weight of, of the Mandalorian show, just that alone, it, it just that was a huge, huge weight. And Mandalorian is like, well, here you go. For those of you who want some Star Wars shit, we're kicking off with Star <laughs> Wars shit. I think Mandalorian, I've said it before, that I think it's the perfect thing for some, for anybody, regardless of whether you're a huge fan of Star Wars, mm-hmm. a casual viewer, you watch some stuff here and there, yeah. or you don't even like Star Wars at all. Hell yeah! I mean, you can't go anywhere do, without do seeing guys, some girl post something about Baby Yoda. Do you guys exactly. know anything about the Serenity series? No. No. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's called Firefly, and then the no. movie, the movie from the from the TV show is called Serenity. Anyway, no, not familiar. It's like a space western, just like just like Mandalorian. Have, yeah. So people that love that series love this fucking series. I'm pretty sure Firefly was on Sci-Fi Channel, either yeah. Sci-Fi or FX. No, like so, okay, Sci-Fi. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember that. It was a show called Firefly. Nathan Fillion was the main actor. Yeah, you told me about. Yeah, you, it was you, a kick-ass you, show. You've said this on the podcast before. I remember because you. I remember you saying Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion's kick-ass, dude. You, you, well, you you have a you you play on PlayStation. You know Uncharted. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know how Tom Holland's supposed to play Nathan Drake? Yeah. So, uh, what 
who the fuck knows when that movie's supposed to come out? But anyway, I don't know. Um, Nathan Fillion was supposed to be Nathan Drake, the first pick. Well, now, I, I want to know I what guess, happened because he would have been excellent to play Nathan Drake. He would be, but unfortunately, this is not a video game podcast. Well, All right, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're off the Fucking. off the walls. Um, I was just real quickly finishing up the Star Wars thing. I would say um, for those like. Because, Nick, do you watch, like, have you watched, like, the Clone Wars series or Rebels or anything like See, that? See, the whole thing with the series is I, I just couldn't, and I'm a big Star Wars fan for anyone who doesn't know. I got a lightsaber tattoo on my finger. I mean, I, <laughs> I love it. But I just couldn't get into any of their animated series. It's, with Clone Wars, it's, uh, I'd say it's a very, it's a bit of a long haul. Yeah. Because I think things really start to pick up at the end of season seasons? four. There's, there's, there's like, like season, seven. Yeah, seven. And then the Could, final season was eight? Or was the final season seven? I don't recall. I can't remember. But, um, but that's the thing is like the Clone Wars series like really justifies things that happened in the right. prequels, things that were left unnoticed. Like the Clone Wars, one, one of my favorite things it does is that it justifies Anakin Skywalker's turn to the dark side by Revenge of the Sith because you see this slow-burning candle and the stuff he's been through it's actually to, really good. to eventually do it because... Uh, and I, you know, I, I heard it has. I've been told I need to watch. I need to watch it, but... It, you know, I I turn it on and I'm just like. Uh, if you if Wait, you have Disney but Plus, that's, right? And that's the great okay, and that's the on, and that's the great thing about I'm gonna say this real quickly. Wrap up the Star Wars thing with Mando is that you've seen some of these things that happen from Clone Wars and these characters like Bo Katan, Ahsoka Tano, and then the Dark Saber, for instance. Yeah, right. I All knew, that's part of the see, Clone Wars. See, yeah. I was really actually lost when the Dark Saber came around, and my friend from work he had to actually explain it to me. Yeah, I was too. Not, I was too originally because I didn't get into the Clone Wars series until last year when right. I was home from my job it's, dude, doing it's nothing. Crazy the, the history behind the, the Dark Saber. But the, uh, the great thing about it, about it, all yeah. the way from Maul leading the Mandalorians to fucking the great thing about them introducing these characters like Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, for instance, you don't necessarily need to watch prior shows or films these characters have been in because it's yeah. a simple introduction. If you want to know more, hell, Disney even has a thing laid out that if you want to know more about Sokotano, they yeah, have yeah, yeah. the pivotal points of her uh, life in Clone Wars. Yeah, you can just watch those out, episodes. Mapped out for you. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, I think we'll tie a bow on the Star Wait, Wars talk right here. I have to mention this because nobody watches it enough. Okay. If you have Disney Plus, you can like go all the way down and it says vintage Star Wars. Before Clone Wars came out, they did a two episode series of Clone Wars and it's not canon. I know what you're talking. Yeah, this but this one. It's fucking awesome. It's Clone Wars but done in the style of Samurai Jack. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Throwback right there. Dude, it's yeah. fucking insane. When was the last time insane. you heard about Samurai Jack? Dude, I don't you know how remember. You know how General Grievous has like the cough? You know how he's like... <laughs> in that show, there's like a fight between Mace Windu and General Grievous. And the reason why he has that cough is because Mace Windu force crushed his insides while he was like escaping. Things explained. Yeah. So there's things, there's like things in the vintage fucking thing too. Even though they say it's not canon, there's things that weren't explained in Clone Wars that were explained in that show. And it's only two episodes, but each one is like a, a cartoon movie. It's like 45 minutes. 
It's a very good show. I still haven't gotten around to seeing everything, but I remember watching as a little kid. Very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, dude, I'm Samurai Jack Star Samurai Wars. Samurai Jack. Dude, so. yeah, no, the animation awesome. is just like Samurai Jack. And it, dude, it's awesome. Samurai Jack had a couple of good like, Easter eggs, too. There's a, mm. there's a scene. I don't that, want to get into that right now. It's all right. There's a part of the second episode. I'll let Vinny finish with this. The, the, the part of the second episode is like Anakin's doing some type of like force quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like with this this indigenous tribe on a strange planet, and they like cover his body in these like blue slugs, and they like paint like force, like force tribal tattoos all over him. And he's anyone like, else just get a little turned on by that? <laughs> <laughs> he just becomes an animal. He's like a Jedi fucking. He, oh, it's like there you, go. you guys remember <laughs> Prince of Persia? Uh, no. <laughs> Prince of Persia 2, Warrior okay. Within. Yeah, yeah, because if I didn't I, remember the first one, I definitely remember the second one. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Anakin goes full Warrior Within in that fucking show, and it's awesome. You done, Vin? It's better than him killing right. the children. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up for Vinny. Yes. So that's, that's, that. that's almost like we're like nine minutes in, and we didn't even get to talk about the big things that oh. happening. I finished my drink, dude. You can still clank my shit. Yeah, we can, we can do that. All right, all right. That's part of every episode. Yeah, it is. We're fucking up here today. Heavily distracted. All right, get on right. with the Spider-Man Marvel shit. All right, all right. The Star Wars stuff has been wrapped up. We have a lot of Spider-Man. I think from just just a week from doing the last episode, so much stuff has come out about the new Spider-Man movie. No trailer. No, it hasn't, unfortunately. But real quickly, I want to go to our Twitter where I put out a poll recently of when you guys think that the when the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is... Uh, is coming up. That's fan speculation on Twitter. If you guys want to follow us. So, we have a total of 104 votes. I asked, when do you think Marvel and Sony will release the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? The choices I gave you were end of July with 13% of the vote. September with 10% of the vote. No trailer, just the movie with 18% of the vote. (laughs) And with 59% of the vote, August. Which will be here this coming Sunday as this episode is released. That's right. So, 104 votes. I mean, at this point, it's got to be August. And also, if you go on Google and look up Spider-Man Day, it's August 1st. August 1st is this coming Sunday. Sony is doing this Spider-Man Fan Week thing in celebration of Spider-Man Day. Mm. Apparently, there's going to be some new trailers releasing, including the Venom, the Big Carnage trailer, and I think maybe other few projects. Um, well, the second, I should say, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So, we have to think at this point, we're going to get a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Because I'm also reading rumors about people saying, like, oh, that the movie might get pushed back. I'm like, I don't think the movie's going to get pushed back. I think if they weren't, they probably would have said something by now if the movie's going to get pushed back. Because shits have gone, for the most part, back to normal as far as movie theaters go. Yeah. I mean, you you would assume at least. Yeah, I mean... Hey, we'll we, hey! At least we have movies back in the theaters for now, and we got shows coming out, movies back. So yeah, so enjoy them while we still have them. Pretty much. Anyway, so the big thing is here: Are they going to release it in August? Me, I think yes, and they fucking better at this point. But what do you guys think? I'm no gambler, but I'd say yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say that they won't. You know, I, I so I really do think it'll be coming out very I thought, soon. I thought it was going to be at the end of the Black Widow 
And, I, thought, I, and, I I, thought that was, and I've told you this before. They're not going to put it at Black Widow because that's what everybody's going to be talking about. The movie already has mixed views from a lot of people and from fans and critics. Just because it's, it's like out of time. It's, it's in a weird place. It came out at a weird time. Well, you also have to think that I think a lot of people probably would have been hyped a lot more considering, you know, the that COVID had moved this thing several times. They wanted mm-hmm. to move it at the end of the year, and then they had to move it to, you know, this to, to the middle of May, then they moved it to July. Like, this movie has it, been... It should have came out right before Civil War. I mean, I would agree, but the thing is, with their scheduling, they just didn't think of it. I mean, I think Black Widow probably could have had a pretty good time as a standalone superhero at that time. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just happy that we got the movie. That's what I'm saying. I mean, at the end of the day... It, doesn't really matter when it came out. The fact is, it did. Yes. And let's just be thankful for that because it's something else to watch and talk about. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. So we did have a Black I would Widow say, episode. What's that? We did have a Black Widow. Episode. Yeah, we talked about Black Widow. We gave our thoughts and our opinions, our review of the whole of the whole movie. Um. So getting back into Spider Man here, I would say that they're going to release the trailer this coming uh, this coming August very soon. Because the Marvel What If series is coming out August 11th. Yeah. I think it's the perfect time to put it out now because it's not going to take away from any projects you currently have. It's not going to take away any shine from Shang-Chi or the Eternals because if you release that trailer during that time, it's really going to take away the spotlight from those Uh, movies. Honestly, there's been so much Spider-Man news, I completely forgot about the Eternals and Shang-Chi. I know, which is nuts. Yeah, and those those two movies are going to be... Well, Eternals is a movie or a show? It's a movie. I've told you this several times. I know. It's fucking... I don't know. Et- Eternals, well. Eternals sounds like a show to me. Sorry. Just, well, with the, the I mean, with the cast that they put into this movie, freaking Angelina Jolie, yeah, Salma she, Hayek, she John... Uh, John Kidder? Kid, Kid again? I don't know. The guy who played Jon Snow. He's in this movie, too. Oh, um... I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know his name. Oh, okay. That's a whole other thing to talk about right I know, there. I know, I know. For a different day. Listen, for a different podcast. <laughs> Listen, it's the amount of content I watch for all the things that I do. I, I'm a very busy person. It's not something that I don't so want don't to watch. You don't even got to watch the last season. Yeah. But <laughs> there's trash. a whole other show coming out for that show. Let's yeah. stop. Let's, let's, We're going to go on tangents again. <laughs> okay. So realistically... Vinny, you think it'll be coming out very soon, right? In, in August, August, for sure. What do you think? You agree? You yeah, think? I do. I mean, you got the whole Spider-Man day going on. You got a lot of people waiting for the news. I mean, can you think of a better time to drop it? I would think it would be no better time than around this time, like I just said. You know, That's it's, what I'm it's not going to interfere with any other projects September. you have going on with, as far as Marvel goes. So just do it at yeah, this point. And not just that. You have all your fans just waiting for the news. They're just waiting for it. If you recall... All right. What's up? So we got Shang-Chi September 3rd mm-hmm. and then Eternals November 5th. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to make us wait another month. You, now. you really think so? Yeah, I think I think they're going to save the Spider-Man trailer. If, if anything, they're going to release it right at the end of August, and it's going to be a continuing trailer every time somebody goes to the movies to see Shang-Chi and the Ten so, Rings. Oh, so you think they're going to be like, very, it's going to be a very quick teaser trailer? Not I even. think they're going to give us a teaser in August, and then the I mean, the official trailer. At that the, is the MCU style. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to give us a teaser. They'll probably give us a teaser the second week into August, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the month, they're going to give us the official. That way, it plays in theaters for Shang-Chi. Yeah, but you've got to remember, Sony might have an influence on this also. Yeah, that's also all true. All that went down, they might but why have do, Oh, and Sony hasn't released any type of well, poster or anything. Well, actually, they did release something on their Sony Japan Twitter page 
and I'll go to it here. This is the only thing they have ever said about this entire thing as far as the trailer specifically goes. Um, they released something on their Twitter that translates to hashtag Spider-Man, a must-see project for fans will start soon. Stay tuned, spider emoji. This is from Google Translate, so a little bit of broken English there. Um, I would say that with this whole Spider-Man quote-unquote week happening, that's going to be the last trailer they release. Because like, oh, here's Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, another trailer for that. Here's what we have planned for, like, maybe we'll get another Morbius trailer, because that movie never released either. And maybe we'll get another thing for a teaser of another thing that they're trying to do, whatever, whether it be Black Cat or, or Silver Sable or whatever, which I don't give a fuck about Silver Sable, who does? Um, I think once that week is over... No idea. Never played, oh, I know you never played the Spider-Man PS4 game. You, you ever play that game either? Xbox, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's right, you're an Xbox kid too. It's all right, the game's... It's okay. You guys are missing out. I almost slipped up right there, but got, we're good. You guys are missing out. <laughs> CJ knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I do. I do. <laughs> Keep your mouth closed. All right. At <laughs> the right times. Anyway, so um, that's not important of who Silver Sable is. Just another Spider-Man anti-hero villain or whatever. So it's another project that was proposed by Sony of another thing they want to do like Venom. So whatever things they have planned... Just release it at the end of this week. Give us fucking something because we were in a similar thing with Avengers Endgame a few years ago. If you remember, the trailer dropped in December of 2018. I remember I was going to see a mutual friend of ours, Ed, literally when I landed and got off the plane with my girlfriend, the trailer dropped. I'm like, oh shit. And then we got it that May. That was about four or five months. It's about four or five months until Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So now is the time to fucking do it, Sony. Yeah, all right. Well, is, is, does Sony have to drop the trailer for Spider-Man? Sony is technically the property that still legally owns it's Spider-Man, old. so it would. So be- everything for everything Mar- for Spider-Man so far has had to have Sony's approval. Yeah, because uh, Marvel sold off their characters before the MCU really. Oh, years got a- big. years ago, Marvel. I, I, but I didn't know even for yeah. Tom Holland Spider-Man, they have to get Sony's approval for Here's every movie. Well, they, they own the character itself. Oh my not god. The actor. Sony owns Spider-Man. They here's, own the rights to it. Here's a bit of a description for those who might not know with as far as the whole Sony and Disney deal went down for <laughs> Spider-Man. So, we all wanted Spider-Man to be in the Civil War movie considering he's a huge part of the Civil War comic book and that the whole storyline there. Reshoots at the very last minute, Sony and Disney were able to come to a terms with Marvel being able to use Spider-Man for different uh, movies such as Civil War and the two Avengers films he's been in, which in return, Sony will do their Marvel, uh, their version of Spider-Man movies. It's connected to the MCU. They are still kind of making majority of the money off of it, but all the production and the writing and all that is going into Marvel's. That That's their whole thing. Okay. Because as we've seen over the years, Marvel doesn't really know what the fuck they're doing at Spider-Man at certain points. Is it safe to say that the best Sony Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man 2? Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? You know, if, I, I don't know if I'm biased by saying yes, only because uh, we grew up with yeah. the, you know, him as Spider-Man. You mm-hmm. know Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Yeah. So, like, it's... I feel like I might be biased by saying that, but I don't know. I, I really don't. What would you say, Vin? Best Spider-Man movie that's not... Uh, that it doesn't involve Tom Holland. Wow. I mean... I, oh, then, yeah, Spider-Man 2. 
I don't know. See, I also kind of like the way that the British kid did it. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew I was Garfield. really excited. I was really excited when I saw him as Spider-Man. Like, when I saw the first movie, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought he was great as Spider-Man, the character. And then with but, Jamie Foxx, uh, when, when J- the second one with Jamie Foxx, nothing against Jamie Foxx as, as Electro, but I was like, now I don't know if I like this because now it's, like, really depressing. Yeah, but you got to look at it like this. Like, when you think about Spider-Man, you don't think of, like, a guy like Tobey Maguire. Like, he's more, like... I guess you could say like a man, and yeah. you think of Spider-Man as more of like a teenage kid, a little more witty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think yeah, Tobey Maguire was um, in college. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield did a, a better job at portraying Sp- uh, a Spider-Man. A character. young Spider-Man. Yeah. Here's yeah, I mean, here's where I say is that Tobey Maguire to me played a great Peter Parker. Yeah. And he played okay. a very good Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield played a great Spider-Man, not so much a Peter Parker. because oh, A big thing that Andrew Garfield had against him is that because he's a very good-looking dude. Yeah. A lot of people are just like, ah, Peter Parker's not a pretty boy. He's like a dorky-looking kind of kid. And credit, that's what Tom Holland and, Pete, and both Tobey Maguire have. But once that mask is on and he's coming up with quips and he's making fun of his his bad guys like yeah, he's, he, good he's at it. he I mean, is all over the place you're still talking about Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield yeah when when that one scene when he had the knife and he's like oh no please this is my one weakness yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean it, it, like stuff like that like you, you didn't get that with Tobey Maguire no you didn't no, you didn't like you had some moments here and there like one moment is like uh, oh here's your change when he throws the, the bag at Doc Ock he's had I mean that's, yeah, but is that really like a quip you is, know is it, it's like a funny little thing, like um, like when uh when Goblin Defoe was choking Jameson, and uh Jameson's like Spider Man, I knew you two were gonna, and he he hits him with a web in his mouth. Hey kiddo, let mom and dad work this out, okay? You go sit down. He had yeah. some moments here and there, but, but again, compared to Andrew Garfield, oh god, every time he spoke, I laughed. But that's what I'm saying, like that. That's what you expect, and I feel like that's what Stan Lee wanted when he came out with all this stuff. Like he wanted that that fun character who wasn't as serious as the other heroes out there. Yeah. You know, like it was more, more eye catching. It was more fun. Drew, drew you in more to the comics, to the shows, to the movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Tom Holland, this is where he's the best at both. A hundred percent. He's the best at both because one, if you're going with the whole Andrew Garfield thing, like, Oh, he's too good looking. Tom Holland's not a pretty boy. I wouldn't, he's not ugly for sure. But he's a decent-looking kid. Like, any any girl that I know, she's like, oh, he's so cute. They never say, oh, my God, he's so hot. They always say he's so cute. Yeah, I mean, how can you say that when you got Vinny over here? You I know. know. <laughs> I mean, well, Vinny's hot. He's not cute. <laughs> hey Hey-o. No, but, you know, going oh, ahead, man, not Instagram, just that. Tom events. Holland also. Oh, now you plug your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, Tom Holland also has the background to be Spider-Man because he is an actual uh, acrobat. Yes. You know, a lot of people don't know that. He does like, a lot of those stunts himself. Himself. And that just gives him more of the feel of the character. Like, you know, people talk about the MCU, the um, Avengers. Like, how can you cast a more perfect cast? Yeah. You can't. You're, I, I, you're not going to get another Captain America. You're not going to get an Iron Man. These are the people that yeah, you no, see. And you're no like, way you'll get another, you'll never get another Tony, Tony Stark or Steve Rogers. Yes, he does. Yeah, and that's where it all leads to. But as we can see, whether there was some some good, some bad from the Spider-Man uh, Sony movies, there are still movies that we enjoyed to whatever the s- things may Spider-Man be. Spider-Man 3. 
train wreck. Yeah, Spider Man three, train wreck. Sp- Amazing Spider Man two. Oh, what the fuck was that? (laughs) So that's another thing that we have there. So going on to some other things that have been going on with Spider-Man news lately, we know that, yes, uh, we we all, I think, can agree that it could come out soon. Vinny, you kind of changed your mind, thinking it will probably come out more for another couple months later. No, I'm thinking we're going to get a teaser in the middle of August, and then we're going to get the official trailer at the end of August so that it's in theaters for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah, so that's the thing there. We also have some news regarding the actress Paula Newsom. She is reported to be in the movie and confirmed to be in the movie, and fans are speculating that she is going to be playing either MJ's mom or... Oh, Zadea, how you doing? <laughs> All right, take it easy. It's just like Vinny when he uh, <clears throat> he talked about, uh, what's her name, who plays Monica Rambo? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we ever get to the, you guys get to the point where Zadea listens to this, just know I said hi. Did you watch WandaVision? Of course I watched WandaVision. You know Monica, Monica Rambo, Photon. You gotta jog my memory a little bit here. She was, she was, she, uh, she was the, uh, she was the girl who was helping Wanda. She had the, you know. Ooh. Oh she, yeah, yeah. She's in a couple other things too. Soul ben. sister, soul sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take hey, it easy. Hey, moving, take it on. Take, moving on. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Moving on. I love. Her. Anyway, Paula Newsom is she uh, is going to be in the movie? Smile? You see that that actress? How she smiles? Then we in that hair. Then we have no more time for rambling. <sighs> and her, her we hips. have zero time for rambling. Her hips. Okay, you done? Yeah. Good. Childbearing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're good. We're okay, good. keep going. So, Paula Newsom, she is appeared, uh, apparently to be in Spider Man No Way Home. And the big rumor is that she's either playing MJ's mom or Miles Morales' mom. Now, we know that Miles Morales is in the MCU out there because Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, played Aaron, uh, Aaron Davis, aka The Prowler. Um, in Spider-Man No Way Home. And he mentioned to Spider-Man, he's like, look, I don't want those guns in my neighborhood. I got a nephew that lives around these parts. He's also Lando Calrissian. Yes, there's also young Lando Calrissian. Are you getting a hard-on for Chaj Gambino right now? No, I'm just a Han Solo fan. There we go. I'm a Han Solo fan. I know you are. I didn't appreciate the... uh, We apologize for any uh, audio issues and things that go right in your ear. So Hell yeah. That's going to be some things I got to fix. Anyway. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we know that Miles Morales is in the MCU. The big thing is, is that he's most likely probably around the same age as Peter Parker because Peter got dusted and Miles most likely didn't because there's a significant age gap between Miles and Peter in the comics. Miles Morales is a teenager in high school, similar to when Peter got his powers, and Peter is like in his mid to late 20s as Spider-Man when Miles Morales comes around. So... I would say more than likely that Paul Newsom is going to be MJ's mom. I think so too. I don't. I just mean, because just because Zendaya fucking leaked it. I'm not going to get my. No, she didn't leak anything. No, uh, she, she she insinuated she a little winky wink. No, that wasn't Zendaya. That was Paula Newsom. Right. Well, she, that that's her. She fucking leaked it. And now she's probably not going to get another fucking. Nah, another well, gig. the thing is, she never confirmed or denied which part she'd be playing. Bitch. <laughs> You that motherfucking mom. I think she will be <laughs> Z- uh, Zendaya, MJ's mom, because also yeah, considering, say her name. yeah, Zendaya. Mm. Anyway, also considering Spider-Man is on the run now, that he's been, you yeah, know, he's chasing con- that Zendaya. He's convicted. He's convicted Damn. of murder, whatever, or he's going to be convicted of murder, being framed by Mysterio and his group. Oh, he's like, um, let me get that. He ass. had. I'm gonna smack you in just one fucking <laughs> minute. <laughs> 
You done? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is the most off the rails podcast we've ever done. That's right. This one. This is what happens when I come around. Oh, God. Anyway, so I think she'll be MJ's mom. Considering, you know, she'll be a concerned parent. Any concerned parent would be would be like, your boyfriend's who? Oh, he's Spider-Man? The one who's convict- who killed a guy? Yeah, no. That's not going to look good. But anyway, I, th- I think for the most part, this podcast is going to mainly be Spider-Man. Because there's still more shit we have to get into. Yeah, yeah I think we uh, completely went off trails from what we said we were going to start with to where we ended up. Yeah. No, well, no, it's not completely Spider-Man. We spent a good 10 minutes talking about Star Wars. Yeah, I know. Yeah, considering we said we we're going to start with a couple but, Easter eggs. But there was now, there now was there was a here. theory that Nick has that I wanted to start with and we didn't start with it. But we'll get it but let's get into that a little bit real quickly. Getting off Spider-Man for a real, for a real quick tangent. What the theory we had last week is we talked about whether or not who started the multiverse? Who caused it? Was it Wanda? Was it Sylvie killing He Who Remains? Was it a combination of both? I think it's a combination of both, but Nick has a very interesting theory as to who else could have contributed to the multiverse spewing out now, of madness. Now, you know, madness. Uh, this isn't my theory. Uh, I don't want to take credit for it. I didn't come up with it. I heard it, and I just wholeheartedly agreed with it. What if it was Captain America? Think about it. So when he was going to put back the Infinity Stones. Right, yes. and he mm-hmm. never returned to his timeline. Mm-hmm. He stayed in the past with Peggy Carter. Wouldn't that then make him like his own variant? There and, there are a bunch of theories that the woman that gets arrested in the first Loki episode. I was just about to say, so thank you for stealing my thunder. Sorry. The Easter egg of the girl that from in the background mm-hmm. looked a lot like Peggy Carter. She did. And well that's so, gonna she's gonna be Peggy Cap Captain Peggy. Well Captain Carter. Captain, well, Captain Peggy Carter. You to think mm-hmm. about it. Now go back, go back <laughs> to the movie. At the end of the movie, you see Captain giving the shield over. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so Peggy got arrested by the TVA, and Captain America got to live his life in that timeline. Did you see? Did you see the cover of Marvel's What If? I had not. Right on the front cover of Marvel's Marvel's What If, it, you see Captain Carter. Like yeah. as a cartoon, because it's going to be a cartoon show. So I think that f- fits into a theory. I mean, I would think so. Also, considering that Loki se- will will get a season two, it's still possible we could go into that whole thing. And I also think that Peggy Carter herself not only is going to have a huge role in the one Marvel What If series, and I think the Marvel What If series will go into Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, because I truly believe we're going to see Peggy Carter show up in Multiverse of Madness. I truly believe we'll see that, and we'll see some other characters I mean, pop she, in here and there. She is a big character, the MCU, if you really think about it. She is. She's very important. I mean, she had her own show. She had... Yeah, she did. She did have of, her own a show. A lot of people forget about and that. Let I mean, me tell you. She had her own show before Black Widow had anything. I'll never... That's true. I'll never get tired of looking at that woman. Okay, like we were talking about, getting on right. topic with Vincent. You see her hair and, and Ooh, Captain America, the first Avengers. Captain America, the first Avenger, she was the fucking... Captain Carter, I can't wait. You see her hair in Captain America: The First Adventure? Yes. <sighs> All right. This is just Whoa. this is just oh, become a podcast you remember, about. You remember when when um, right after Captain America saves all of his buddies for the first time? Yes. Like, like he like he drops behind enemy lines without fucking you awesome. know against his orders. Awesome. Yes. And he and, shows up and, and he's buying he's buying everybody a drink in the bar and she mm-hmm. shows she oh, she shows up in the red dress. Yep. <sighs> How I, I mean, want I, Vinny I mean, was slapping his legs, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not something else. 
I just try not to. I look like a little kid. I look like a little kid. Anyway, candy shop. So gorgeous. Yes, you are. <laughs> we are really off the fucking rails today. Hey, she's pretty woman. Walking down the street. Peggy Carter. <laughs> Peggy Carter. Okay, so I guess we can kind of tie in for Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home. First, let's get into, um, I would say, these potential No Way Home plot leaks. We talked about it briefly sometime last week, but now there's one that's gone into more detail. I'm not going to go completely in detail with this, scene for scene and everything, but I'm going to talk about some important parts that potentially could be in the movie. Now, we've already known that Spider-Man No Way Home had to do some last-minute reshoots, and that in in this proposed screenplay, that Spider-Man is on trial for murder, and Matthew Murdock is his lawyer. So we also learn into the more details that Spider-Man actually loses the trial. Matt says that he will do the best he can. For now, he should, you know, go into hiding. And he should, you know, go into safety. So he ends up finding that safety in Doctor Strange. He tells uh, Aunt May that he should, that she should go travel, you know, get out of Queens and go travel somewhere else. I think Happy Hogan takes her somewhere, probably gives it to her again. I hope so. Um, and then uh, Ned. Like I fucking earned Ned, it. John Favreau. Dude. To May. You wouldn't believe it. Tomei. All right, that's it. No, no more. No more. I, I got to agree with Vinny. Marissa Tomei. My cousin I, Vinny, she was fucking, I mean, oh that, my that, that tight God. one-piece suit that she wore. Yeah, I get it. I get you, Vin. Yes, Marissa Tomei is very hot. Mm. <laughs> yes, she's very, very hot. Uh, You're damn right. Okay. All right, moving on. Anyway, mo- yes, moving, moving on. on. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. I hope I'm moving in with Marissa Tomei. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we see that Spider uh, Matt Murdock recommends, you know, just hide. He's like, but I promise this will all work out. Mm-hmm. Matt Murdock's a great lawyer. He can get shit done. So they find uh, safety in Doctor Strange's sanctum. So Peter asks Doctor Strange that could you do some kind of spell to make everyone forget that I'm Spider-Man? And Doctor Strange agrees. Uh, And when this happens, five different Spider-Man villains appear in the Sanctum. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, Jamie Foxx's Electro, the Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man movie, and Sandman from Spider-Man 3. Mm. Now, um, it's also to note that apparently, since the multiverse has kind of gone out of whack for a while... Doctor Strange has kind of been the one keeping realities together. Well, it was it, his predecessor's kind of like job, if you think about it. Yes, the ancient one. The ancient one. Like she was see, alright, so there's another whole theory about that where in order for her to live so long, she made a deal with the one who remains mm-hmm. that she also had to protect the ancient timeline. Yes. So there's a whole other theory about That's how th- yeah. that comes into play. Yes, with that she was in cahoots with he who remains with right. K- with Kang the Conqueror. Because if you think about Kang, but he who remains yeah. specifically. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, if you think about it, because she had such a hard time giving the time stone to to Bruce Banner to Bruce Banner because she was explaining to him what could happen to her reality, and she didn't want to do it. But as soon as she said, "All right, you know." Uh, Doctor Strange said, "Why would he send me here?" 
and she gave up the stone because he was supposed to be the chosen one, you know? Yeah. But it gives you a little bit more of a perspective on how she also fought to contain the... Um, Sacred Timeline. Sacred Timeline. So that, and that does make sense considering, you know, if she was to, you know, get a deal with He Who Remains and all this other, all this crazy shit... Once she hears Strange gave it willingly, she's like, I don't know, he just gave it to you. Like, maybe, maybe made a mistake, or maybe I did. So mm. she realizes, okay, maybe this is supposed to happen. Another great theory that goes into that. So as we see, you know, Loki, the events take place right after the events of Avengers Endgame, and then WandaVision, and then Falcon the Winter Soldier. Right. So WandaVision takes place a few weeks after Avengers Endgame. Falcon Winter Soldier takes place a few months after Avengers Endgame. And Spider-Man No Way Home is actually set in the year 2024 because it takes place quite a while after Avengers Endgame. So for a, for however many months, maybe like six, seven, eight months, um, Doctor Strange has been trying to contain reality so no other multiple realities you know, go into this one thing. And now, I mean, is that confirmed or is that just this a is, fan theory? This is the supposed plot leak. So I don't know how From much... What? From apparently the source is that this person is a disgruntled Marvel employee and that no one is doing anything to release a trailer. I don't know if this person uh, works there and is mad at Sony or got fired and and released it. Because if that's true, that is actually a really cool thing. So, because things like this have happened in the past. Like, like, look, if if you're familiar with, like, when The Last of Us 2 leaks came out, a, a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee released them, and the leaks were true. Everything that happened but, that I there... Mean, it really- makes total sense, because like we were just talking about, his predecessor, the ancient, the ancient one, mm-hmm. that was her job. So mm-hmm. wouldn't it make sense for him to kind of take over that responsibility in some aspect? It would be. He's not so, the Sorcerer Supreme yet, but he will be in the future. But she even said he's supposed to be the best of all of us. Yes. And I think he already kind of was at the level of... The ancient one. Mm-hmm. He's very, very smart, obviously, have you seen with Stephen Strange. So there is some kind of orb that Doctor Strange holds with him. And a lot of his strength has gone into this, trying to keep the realities at bay, their reality. But once he tried doing this spell, that's when the multiverse starts coming into our timeline. And we see these five Spider-Man villains, as I mentioned prior. So the one thing they all remember is that Spider-Man was trying to kill them or stop them or whatever. Doctor Strange puts them in a multiversal prison. And is that the mirror realm? I don't know where that is, but he's able to get some kind of like magical prison and, in, and he locks away all these villains that just showed up. So Spider-Man ends up talking to Sandman and he asks him... Uh, I think he, he, like, you know, they, they, they continue the story of he's not really a bad guy. He's just trying to do this because his daughter's very sick. Right. They're trying to continue that. So, and I, be, I don't know how the rest of it goes, but I believe it goes to, like, uh, Spider-Man. He asks, what's your daughter's name? I think he asks Sandman. He says, Betty, Betty Marco. And he's like, I go to school with a Betty Marco. She had cancer when she was a little girl, but she beat it over time. And it's like... What about her father? Her father died robbing a bank. What was her father's name? Flint Marco. That's my name. So we learned that Sandman's not necessarily really a bad guy. And I that's the well, one thing from that. he says it in the movie. He's like, I'm not a bad guy. I've just done bad things. Exactly. I, I think was the quote. And I think that right there could have been a 
pretty good story with all this other stuff wasn't going on with the Spider-Man three movie. Yeah, so it's even kind though we told we pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, but it, it did happen. Yeah, so um, there, I'll that, never forget Green Day Spider-Man. Green Day Spider-Man. Spider-Man three. Oh. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm lost with that because <laughs> he went like he went like. Uh, emo, remember he emo, fucking emo Spider-Man. Oh, Bo- bully, oh yeah, Billy McGuire. Let me tell you something though. That part when he's playing at the jazz club, it ain't. That was actually a pretty good scene. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was, okay. it was pretty scene. cool, but it, how he got to the jazz club was not cool. No, I'm listen. I'm not saying hey. it was, but I said the scene at the jazz club. I can't like, believe we're actually talking about Spider-Man three. I know. Listen. Okay, we're getting off this. I can't <laughs> listen, talk about this no more. All I'm saying is you didn't see Tom Hardy doing jazz hands down the street. What's that supposed to mean? The only reason Tobey Maguire was acting that way is because he had the symbiote. Okay. Guess what? Tom Hardy's not fucking dancing around. He's walking into convenience stores. And eating people's heads. Yeah. Much different. Okay, well, moving on. We gotta fucking move on. Anyway, so these villains are in there, and all these villains were taken from the moment when like Spider-Man tried to stop them or kill them. So I guess from Spider-Man 3 for Sandman, it's when he tried to kill them with the black Spider-Man suit. Lizard, it's when Andrew Garfield was fighting him. Electro, it's before he died and vanished away. Uh, Doc Ock, it's before he fucking fell into the river. Uh, and Willem Dafoe, it's right, literally right before the moment he is... So it's literally right before the glider pierces into Willem Dafoe's stomach before he dies in the end of Spider-Man 1. That's the only thing the villains remember is that, that Spider-Man was trying to kill us. So it ends up being Willem Dafoe's Dean Green Goblin that convinces Tom Holland Spider-Man to let them out. Because he says to Doctor Strange, he's like, look, I feel bad that I might not be personally responsible, but a different version of me was right. for the downfall of all these guys the and, 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 and their death. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's wrong to try and keep them imprisoned. And Dafoe somehow... He fucking, you know, he's, he's he's a little trickster, and he gets them out, and then they run havoc all over New York. Yep. Key thing also to mention that apparently the movie cuts opens with these kids trying to do some kind of TikTok or YouTube stream or whatever Ugh. in some weird thing. Ugh. Hang on. The curse of our reality. But then a hooded figure in a purple cloak comes. Says, fuck you, bitch, and your TikTok. <laughs> and it turns out to be Defoe's Green Goblin. Oh, I hope you were going to say Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what are you kids doing in here, motherfucker? <laughs> anyway, no, he's in space. He can't be here. No, I know, but you said Nick purple. Fury just you, shows up. You said you said purple cloak, and I just thought Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Sp- the the villains have been let out, and Spider Man is fighting all of them. He apparently the last one to escape is Sam, and he just looks at at uh, Tom Holland, and goes, "I'm sorry," and he gets out. So, the Sinister Six is sort of form minus one. Spider-Man is trying to fight these villains. Uh, Doctor Strange gives him, like, an enhanced suit. He teleports the Iron Spider suit and puts magic, so Spider-Man can use magic with the suit to fight the villains. And later on, it's shown that Andrew Garfield is going to come. His Spider-Man will come in and help him fight off the villains. And we kind of get cuts to, like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, where he's with Mary Jane, and they have a daughter named uh, May, uh, May Parker, after Aunt May. And he's kind of considering hanging up being Spider-Man because he's been Spider-Man for so long, and that there are other heroes now showing up in his reality. And this is before the multiverse kind of became into a big, big spiraling thing. 
there are other heroes showing up now. So he's like, I've been doing this for so long. I don't need to do this anymore. You know, I need to be with my family. And the whole thing ends up with a big fight at the Statue of Liberty, fighting the Sinister Six, and all three Spider-Men are there helping each other, trying to get the realities back uh, into one big thing. Mm. So, again, I'm not going to go into too many details about other things that happen in this supposed plot leak because for those who are listening, probably don't want to be spoiled. In fact, there are probably some people who don't really want to know too much of what I just said. So sorry. But overall, do you think some of these things, this supposed plot, as far as like a basic understanding, it could be true? I mean... Maybe. It, it doesn't sound far off. It really doesn't at all. No, it absolutely doesn't. Just, I don't know. I, I can't see... I don't know. Do you think they're going to get tremendous backstories in, in the movie? I ba- mean, backstories with, with which characters, but you though? Know the Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire. But you know the backstories. I know, but what CJ just described was like flashbacks to their universe. Well, that's the thing, is that eventually Tobey Maguire will show up in the movie, but the way they wrote it... And this is another thing. A lot of people are saying in this YouTube video for these comments that it makes sense because Andrew, like, Andrew Garfield shows up like second half and is with our Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider-Man... And Tobey Maguire doesn't show up till like towards the third act of the movie. Wow! Apparently, but this makes sense because all the rumors, the rumors surrounding Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, is that he came very late on for the project, and there are other rumors that he was asking for a shit ton of money so he can be involved with it. So it would make sense if his few scenes were, you know, it cuts to his universe and he's with as Spider-Man, then he goes to his daughter and Mary Jane. Think we're gonna see Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, he's with Kirsten Dunst, with Mary Jane and, oh, and their daughter. So that's another apparent rumor. Hmm. So, and then apparently it's like Doctor Strange, I think, brings him in the whole thing to, to help them fight the Sinister Six. So I think a lot of things in this thing could possibly be true. A lot of plot leaks that have come out in the years of Marvel, a good portion of it is true, but not everything is true. I think the basic overall plot, I think Defoe's Green Goblin being the one to trick Tom Holland and letting them all go. I think that will happen. And I think Spider-Man, like, you know, I also think it's better if you gradually build it up. You know, okay, here comes Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. And then here comes Tobey Maguire. Yeah, sp- if they the all end. come in at once, I think it would just be very overwhelming. I mean, not just that. I don't think they're go- they would get the attention that they deserve. Yeah. You know, like if they all show up at once. At least this way, you know, we're already familiar at this point. For, we're, we're familiar with all these Spider-Man characters. But again, but, but you got to remember, these are the Spider-Men that we grew up with. Yes, Tobey Maguire being our Spider-Man when we were little kids. Andrew Garfield but showing you, up like, you know, us in, remember, after high school. Now that the MCU, the MCU didn't really it's exist. The, it's the MCM now. It, well, the Mo- Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, as some people are calling it. Okay, well, when that becomes the official title. Yeah. Then that's when I'll start calling it. <laughs> I mean, I call it MCU, MCA. It doesn't but matter. It's just this way, whole big when, thing is now happening. When Spider-Man came out, we didn't have the MCU. No. It was Marvel and it was Sony. Yeah. You didn't have this whole universe. So this created a lot more fans that are a lot younger than us. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how they're going to react. When, Seeing these uh, characters. They might be like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah, and then they're probably going to watch those they'll be movies. Like, they'll be like, <laughs> millennials. <laughs> yeah. Technically, uh, we're actually, millennials. No, we're millennials. That's it, why I said it. Because uh, you don't have all these Gen Gen Z or whatever, whatever they gen are. Fucking gen fucking Z, Gen yeah, X, whatever the fuck they are. They're going to be like, <laughs> bunch millennials. Of <laughs> Tom, I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire. Who's this old guy? 
Don't even get me started. <laughs> Don't even get me going. But that is the thing there. I think that this supposed leak with these things that are happening, I think it's very well true. Um, will I don't think I don't think everything will come to fruition. No, never does. I, I think because that's why it's speculation. Yes, because the way it was written, it just looked like it. It just looked like a fan took this and made it the best possible movie for these characters, giving everybody a chance to shine and really writing a love letter to every big Spider-Man fan there ever is. Right. Um. Overall, we just want the fucking trailer at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think when the trailer comes out, we'll have a um, we'll have a better a better sense of what's going to happen and what's going to come. That's true. But yeah. overall, don't expect the trailer to show any of Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. No. Oh no no no. Oh, of course not. If anything, there will be the big drops. If anything, they're the... going to show the other villains, and that's it. I think so too. And here's the thing, though. Remember we talked about this a little while ago, Vin, where Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland were all spotted in the city? Like, yeah. there's videos and pictures of Tobey Maguire in and, Central Park. And they're all together. Tom Holland. Uh, well, well, they're not pictures. In real pic- life, we're talking about. Oh. Uh, we're talking about in real life? No, no like, in real life. What I'm saying is they're that. They're spotted in one thing and they were They weren't all spotted yeah. together, but they were either seen in the city or they were reported to be in the city. So On the same days. Yes, on the same day. Yeah, and so you I have mean, to imagine for that to happen. I mean, they all have their own lifestyles. They all live in different areas. I mean, yeah, I mean, Tom Holland lives on the other spot, side of the world. That's what I'm saying. I mean, to be in one spot all on the same day. I mean, just say if someone got murdered or something like, and they were all there. It's kind of yeah. Like, yeah, maybe so, they had something to do with that. You and know, that's the other <laughs> thing. That's the other thing. I think we the first trailer we we're gonna get, we're not gonna see them, but the second trailer we get. Oh, we are for sure yeah, going to get them. Will, will because be they're going to want to announce that. Will it be a trailer or will it be a um, teaser A teaser at the end of a credit cut? I think for this one. Mm, I think for, you got the eyebrows going. I think for like this. I saw Monica specific, Rambeau. Jesus Christ. I think for this trailer that comes up, uh, we will definitely see a, um, at least I think an Andrew Garfield cameo at the end, at the very end. And then the next one. We'll get a Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it in the same exact trailer. Hmm. It would be a great thank you to us. Actually, you Considering we've been waiting for so fucking you long. You want to talk about cameos. I know this is a little off topic, but this is going back to all the Stan Lee cameos. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the whole theory about that? About Deadpool? No. About how he is in every movie. Yeah, that, Stan Lee. Yeah, did you hear the theory on this? I'm not sure. Go, go ahead, though. That it wasn't he, in Black Widow. Well, Black they, Widow came out after he, he died. They, they decided. No, I know that. They decided that his last cameo would be at Endgame. Yeah. But the the anyway the so theory anything on af- it anything, is so, that sorry, anything he after. was actually a timekeeper. Oh. Ooh. That he was actually a timekeeper. There is a cameo where he's in space in, as an astronaut talking with the talking wa- with the Watchers. The Watchers. Right. And he was he played the role as an as a advisor. Yeah. So think about that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like completely off topic. But we but, did see the timekeepers. You know, like we are, we are talking about timekeepers. We're talking about you know the what, the one who remains. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to talk about how Deadpool is going to take over the the, the well, cameos. Well, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know if he'll take over the cameos. I would like to see that just because. Come on, it, Deadpool. I mean, it makes sense considering he's like the only character you can take and literally put it anywhere. Anywhere, and it'll be completely. Okay. 
Mm, you don't need maximum to... effort. <laughs> so, getting into that, we've heard all the Spider-Man stuff. There are some potential things that are happening in Multiverse of Madness. Apparently, the opening scene is Wanda fighting Doctor Strange. Hmm. So Wanda. But where? Well, we're not exactly sure. Possibly in that little shed or where we don't know where this is going to all take place multiverse okay. of madness considering well, you know just thinking of ideas of you know like when you, when you said that it's like automatically like i wonder where that's going to take place i mean How's i'm, that going I'm to thinking they won't necessarily be on earth but i think it'll be a similar thing with loki how loki and sylvie were outside of time i think or, it'll be a similar thing like were, that were they really outside of time or were they inside the quantum world that's something that was never uh, brought up. I know it wasn't But they were up. at the Citadel at the end of time. That's where they were. Right. I'm talking about the TVA itself. There's a lot of speculation that that's actually inside the quantum realm. I think the TVA for sure is in the quantum realm. Because there, there is another Easter egg within Ant-Man uh, Ant and, and the Wasp. Where mm-hmm. in, when they're in the quantum realm, there's a city in the background. And it looks yes. awful lot like the city that the TVA is in. That, and it also looks like Kang the Conqueror's uh, city. I can't remember his city's name, but like stuff he's collected over the years, different versions right. of himself, and the Citadel of Kang, uh, Kang Kangs all uh, come in together and they all discuss. Like, I, I think we're going to get them probably, possibly we can get Ant-Man the Wash, a Citadel of Kang uh, well, scene. Is, isn't he going to be the main villain in He's, the upcoming yes, movie? He is in Ant-Man, so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Once again, the theory fits Which is in. currently filming right now, Ant-Man 3. Yeah, um, yeah that's another thing. There's a lot of other news <laughs> that we that's didn't get know, into. Like, there's a lot going on. Uh, Loki really did open up so many... Po- in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinion, it changed the MCU. Like you said, yeah. uh, CJ, it's, um, it's going to become the Mar- Marvel... Cinematic multiverse. Multiverse. Dude, Loki gave Marvel another fifteen years of Easy. of another oh God, of, yes. of a multi million dollar multi billion dollar industry. But now, what if they bring in the whole X Men? Here's dude. Think about dude, it. Here's a think qu- about it. Here's a question. Deadpool, X Men, Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxies, dude. Why weren't you on he- last week's podcast? <laughs> Why weren't you on he, last week? He week's wasn't podcast? around. He I wasn't know. around. He said so. Anyway, CJ texted me late. Last week's podcast, we we diverged into that. Anyway, but let's diverge into it again because here's a big question. Of just some, give me Logan. I just want old man Logan. Give here, me everything. Here's a question. It's got to be R rated though. So that's a lot of people universe too. It's, it's a, whole, lot, it's a lot of people timeline. are thinking that possibly. Well, is Kang the next big bad? Me, I think he is personally. Of course. But could the multiverse sense. be a thing like a four? five-year plan and then some people think a 10-year plan and i'm more on the side of this has got to be a 10-year plan this is what it is now i mean they just can't pump out shit that fast no but why would you listen the whole thing with marvel and the what how it's become this entire i mean i would say like it's a saga not even that. They took over. They took over all the movies. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, and now the shows. But no. right, and now it's on the TV. It's on this. It's on that. Every platform has something. I mean, you can't go anywhere without the MCU or the MCM, mm-hmm. as we're going to, I guess, now refer to it. But you can't go anywhere. I mean, you're. How can you take all these movies? And you know, every time they introduce a new character, it has to be like a three, four hour movie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. You can't, like you said, Ben, you can't pump them out that fast. But why would you? You want that content. Yeah. Your, your fans 
love. That's the, the that's length. why they're they, they a big reason the, why they're doing these shows is because right. Otherwise, comic books would be six seven hours. Comic books are naturally episodic. Yeah, you know, it, it, it wasn't before like nowadays. You know. When comics release, obviously the, re- the issues were released, and then they release a book of the entire story in one. But back in the day, you know, if you really wanted to follow up on Spider-Man or the X-Men or the Fantastic Four or Thor or whoever, you had to wait for the next issue to come out every single week, whatever that comic book came yeah. out. So that's where it is there, whereas the TV shows make a lot of sense, hence WandaVision, Loki, Doctor Strange, and also we're getting uh, Hawkeye and Miss Marvel later this year, which let's get into that real quickly. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is reported to be the villain of Hawkeye, and he is reported to be coming back as the Kingpin. Now, you guys have watched the Daredevil series. Well, Vinny, I know you haven't seen the whole thing, but you've seen bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio has... hes no He is not afraid to say that he wants to return as Kingpin. He's even said he would love to play Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie as the villain. He very much... Um, Love, obviously love doing the character, and I can't see anybody else playing the character other than Vincent D'Onofrio. So, do you think um, that he would be a good choice as the potential villain? Because last week we talked about potentially Yelena Belova being the villain. But I don't. But now hearing this, I think it's just going to be like a quick fight in the first or second episode, and then it's like a swerve for really Kingpin to be the villain. Huh. I, you know... I, I really don't know. <laughs> I kinda, okay. <laughs> I kind of got lost here for a sec. Okay. So, you I mean, you've seen the Daredevil series. Yeah. Okay. So, my thing about the Daredevil series is it was good, mm-hmm. but I gave up on it very fast into it. But you did see Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin. Of course. And in my opinion, you couldn't get a better actor to play that. Mm-hmm. So, now this could be... Now, this... I don't necessarily think it will tie into the whole multiverse thing. Because he did play... Because those shows on Netflix aren't technically MCU canon. Um, but I think it well, could... Well, I mean, how much money do you think they want to drop to make it? <laughs> the MCU. I mean, <laughs> listen, they have the money to do it. They're like, hey, Netflix, we own you now. Well, the thing is, there was a clause when those shows were ending. It's like, Netflix was like, okay, if you want to use these characters for your own stuff now... Uh, you can't use Shut them for like pay me. yeah for like you can't use them for like another five years. Those five years are up, and the three characters that they want to bring back from those shows are Charlie Cox's Daredevil, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, and John Bernthal as the Punisher. All three of those characters. I never well, watched the Punisher. Oh, oh dude, dude. That, I've I never ahead, I've never seen the second Talk season. About it. Talk about but, it. But have you seen there's second season? Scene, of, have you seen thing. second season of Daredevil though? Like I said, I gave up on it very oh, quick. Dude, there's a scene where and John. I, Bern- I'll tell you why I gave up on it. It's not that it wasn't a good show, because it was. It was great. Mm-hmm. But can you see anything that was going on? It was so <laughs> dark. Yeah. Can you see anything? I'm like, wow, this is great sound effects. I'm just going to shut my eyes and listen to it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's, that's why true. I gave up on it. Because it, it was, wait, it was literally, literally way too dark. It was way too dark, and it was dark figuratively, too. I mean, when Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio was like... Well, but that's what made it also great. Yeah. You know, like... Oh, that's what I love, too. Right. They, they didn't hold back. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, again, you couldn't see a damn thing. Nope. But overall, I think now, if these characters are coming back, we'd, we'd obviously see them, literally. Well, hopefully they brighten the screen. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen a lot of like of Marvel's contrast with these movies. It's not like, you know, fucking Justice League, where it's all literally too dark to see shit. 
But anyway, that's DC for you, huh? Yeah, but that's not the, that's not where this contest coming in. I think they in. should stick with their TV shows. I think better they should than just their stop. movies. Yeah, I don't think they should stop. I, I really don't. I mean, they need to get a formula. They 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 need to work it out a little bit. They have they have great characters. I mean, War- Warner Brothers is literally just like fuck you. This is what you get. Yeah. Biggest biggest thing that the biggest fuck up was not doing Christian Bale again. This that, again. This that's a discussion for a whole nother day. Yep. We got a few more things to get into. Christian Bale was the best bad man. Change my mind. Okay. All right. I agree. Anyway. Change your mind. Okay. Anyway, Why would you? I don't think anybody is. I mean, no one's going to say Adam West. <laughs> Rest in peace, Adam. Ooh, a piece of candy. I mean, there's Ooh, a big a fan base. That's James team. Woods. Oh, it's James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, Both family guy characters. <laughs> I mean, Michael Keaton has like a big following, but not. Yeah. come on. Christian Bale was like a real fucking Batman. Yeah. Anyway. But I like how you knew what I was talking about. Right I knew away, exactly though. what you were talking <laughs> about. Anyway. Um. So we mentioned Ant-Man 3 is currently filming. Uh, Brie Larson is going to be in two episodes of the Miss Marvel show. I know how you feel about Brie Larson. No, and like a Clifton girl. And apparently she's also going to be in the Secret Invasion show. Give me that Clifton girl. <laughs> anyway. A secret what show? Secret Invasion. Oh, never mind. Secret Invasion, if you're not familiar, is was a comic book where all the superheroes, you didn't know who was a scroll. The comic oh. book op- it opens up with Elektra. Remember the scroll? As a scroll. Those aliens that can shapeshift? Yeah, I can't say I do, man. You did you, did you not see Captain Marvel? No, I no, I did. I did I to be honest, I didn't even know that's what they were called. Like I don't I didn't remember. That's yeah, scrolls. They they can they could be anybody. They could be yeah. you or me, anybody. They can pose as anyone. You know, they, like I said, and there's just so much that goes on, like it's hard to It can be hard to keep up. It's hard to retain with like the names it, and it what, what, what these aliens are called, you know. So that's the thing. The secret invasion in the comic books was that no heroes could tr- trust anybody because nobody knew who was real and who was a scroll. Now, the scrolls are more villains in the comic books, whereas in the, in, in the movies and the shows, they appear to be more as just misunderstood characters where the Kree are trying to just destroy them. So I'm guessing C- secret invasion will be more of a thing of where someone's going to out the... Out the uh, the scrolls, similar to like how Mysterio did with Spider-Man, but like, oh, look, these people are living among us this whole time, and, uh, the, the, and you know, and get people like, what the fuck, and just be like, get them all mad. So Brie Larson obviously has, well, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel has a close relationship with the scrolls, and I think that's probably going to tie into the whole Miss, uh, the, the Marvels movie, as we're supposed yeah. to getting Photon and Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, and keep it in your pants, Vinny. We still have a few more things to get through. <laughs> Anyway, you know I'm gonna see that movie. Like, can we mute his mic? So we- <laughs> I mean, we'll be done in a little bit. So we it's can- a good thing this is a podcast and not a YouTube video. I will get there soon, man. Oh, great! I had talked to you about that. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, now then I actually have to behave myself. Okay. Yes, you will. It's gonna be harder to edit audio and video together. You're gonna see Vinny running through the room going. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, just that little bit of, with uh, with Captain Marvel. But going back real quickly to uh, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness potential leaks. So characters that are confirmed to be in there, as we know, are Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. Um, Tom Holland, sorry, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, is reported to be in uh, Multiverse of Madness after the end of Loki Season 1. Other characters that are rumored and slash reported to be in there, uh, Mordo. Uh, he was the guy who was helping train Doctor Strange in the first movie. And okay, he, and got he, it. And he's the one who got pissed off because right, the right. ancient one. She was like, "He's what? She's using dark magic." So he's like, "You're that being guy, a hypocrite." That guy's. Oh uh, no, you forget it. Never mind. Don't you won't understand the reference because you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Continue, please. Okay, 
I mean, some of our listeners have listened to the Lost Lord of the Rings. I think that guy is Asian Gimli. There you go. You guys aren't yeah. laughing because if you guys knew Lord of the Rings, you would laugh. Okay. But it's not. I That's why I said I, didn't, was, I didn't see Lord of the Rings. At least I watched Game of Thrones. It's okay. All right. Anyway, so continuing. CJ. Another character to be uh, reported to be, to be returning in her debut MCU film, Catherine Hahn, Agatha Harkness. Okay, good. The rumored thing is that she's going to be teaming up with Mordo and kind of try and get revenge on Wanda, but Mordo appears to be going a little too far, and she makes amends with Wanda, uh-huh. which makes sense in the comics because Agatha Harkness was, she was a bit of an adversary, but also a helper to Wanda in the comics to help harness her power. And the other big thing as one of the potential big villains for the movie is Nightmare. Nightmare is a multiversal villain. Uh, don't expect Mephisto, because I don't. I think he could be set up later down the line. And the possibility of Dormammu returning. Hmm. But the big one, and I think you guys will probably be, be sh- I don't know about how shocked, but shocked enough. Um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. In, in what movie? Multiverse of Madness. Now, remember, Sam Raimi, who directed the Spider-Man films, he's directing the Multiverse of Madness. Wow. And Spider-Man No Way Home happens before Multiverse of Madness. Do you think they're not... Is Tom Holland supposed to be in Multiverse of Madness? No. Wow. Because he's already... T- at the end of... At, presumably at the end of No Way Home, they have taken care maybe of the he threat. Needs, maybe Doctor Strange needs a Spider-Man and Tom Holland's occupied with something and he goes and gets Tobey Maguire. I don't think so. Maybe he's just letting him be a kid. Uh, but honest, the multiverse is still out of whack. I know, but honestly, that's, I mean, it's probably not true, but that would be a cool thing. He's like, hey, Tom... Uh, we need you. He's like, sorry, man, I got a paper due. And then he goes grabs like <laughs> Tobey Maguire because, like I said in the beginning of this, yeah, he's old. I'm 45 years old and I got a kid. I got nothing to do. <laughs> She's like, please <laughs> and, take me. And anyway, so but yeah, Wait, apparently there's see, um, there's in one fight where he actually comes in and helps Doctor Strange. Did you guys see Spider Verse? Yes, uh, I gave up on that one also. Oh, oh man, yeah, that's another one. Did you watch so it good. enough to where no. to where the old Spider right now? No. All right. Well, CJ knows what I'm talking about. What? Maybe Tobey Maguire will have the same attitude as the older Spider-Man in Spider-Verse. That's like, possible. Like I said, my, my thing going back to when we were talking about even like the Star Wars Clone Wars and Bad Batch, if it's not good animation, yeah. I'm not going to watch it. Well, Spider-Verse had good I animation. think it's a very unique anime. It maybe With that, I thought I, I was yeah. watching a comic book in front of my eyes. Right, but that's the thing. It was like watching a comic book. Like it, what I, To me, listen, I'm an anime fan, you know? So like I, I'm, I, I have a very... Very high standard for high animation. High standard for, a, for animation. Okay. You know, so like when I watch this stuff, it, it I, I just can't get into it because it's, it's... I mean, it's... If you ever have the time and give it a chance, I definitely recommend it. It is... It's a great... Listen, I was skeptical about the movie at first, but I went to go see it and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I, I did try. I, I tried. But anyway... It's not like I went to the theater and walked out, you know. <laughs> I, I tried watching that at home and it just... It wasn't doing it for me. All right. Anyway... Why don't we uh, finish up the podcast with this big thing? As we know, as we've all grown up with kids, we've no- we have said before, we grew up watching these superhero movies that weren't necessarily part of the MCU before. The Tobey Maguire movies, the Andrew Garfield movies, the X-Men, all these movies, Fantastic Four, and so many more. Let's get into a bit of spe- speculation. There are these rumors about Tobey Maguire being in Multiverse of Madness. Which I hope are true. Which I hope is true, too. Who else do we think we could see there? Because I'll give you one right now. Sir Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier. 
just to open up X Men into the whole thing? Not necessarily X Men because I think uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm curious to hear your reasoning behind that. So here's the thing, Patrick Stewart. I believe I've talked about the podcast before, but I'll mention it one more time if I have. Patrick Stewart had said in an interview that he was in talks with Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, to do something to talk about some to appear as Charles Xavier one more time. I mean, I, I personally think we need to bring the, like if this is happening. We should bring the X-Men into this because I think so, here's I don't think we should bring back I think we can bring back Patrick Stewart and like Ian McKellen or uh, uh, Hugh Jackman for Multiverse of Madness because with that you can take different versions of the characters from different points of time like we said now to I mean, it doesn't even matter Does Hugh Jackman if you do Patrick age? Stewart if you that's do, I mean that's the thing age? but that's, but he I mean he dies in Logan so you can yeah, but, you can grab that, him from but, a different different but, timeline. But even even Logan took place in a whole different universe. It, yes, it did. The same Logan. Even even though Patrick Stewart did say he's like I was very intrigued by the idea. He's like, but I told him because I felt my time as Charles Xavier was a perfect way to end the way it ended in Logan. Now with Multiverse of Madness, like I said, we don't have to take those specific characters from when they were about to die or at the end of their life. You can take Charles Xavier from like let's say Days of the Future's Past or from X Men Last Stand or wherever you want to take. Well. I just said a great movie and then a bad movie right after that. <laughs> uh, but you, you know what I'm talking about. I know. Days of Future Past. This is my favorite X-Men movie. So, and then you could take Ian McKellen's Magneto. You could take Hugh Jackman's, uh, uh, you know, Wolverine. You could even bring in Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. You could bring in... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The good Deadpool. Yes, the good Deadpool. Okay. Not, we got, we, not we, the one where they put do, the fucking katanas in his arms. Yeah. No. Yeah, no way. We got to make sure we pick the right... I love the cameo. Not even the cameo. The Easter egg in like the... The good Deadpool, where he has like a little Second action one. figure of himself. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's another thing we could also bring in. You know, possibly, uh, maybe. We, and I think truly, if we're gonna bring back any other characters from that whole Fox universe of X Men, we gotta bring back Michael Fassbender as Magneto. And you gotta bring back James McAvoy as Charles Xavier. Like those two guys, yeah, they're iconic. Like, I didn't think Fox could do better with X-Men characters than they had. Yeah. And they did with those two right there. Michael Fassbender is like... I didn't think I could see anybody else playing Magneto besides Ian McKellen. Yep. Fassbender, it's like... He is God. Yeah. <laughs> he let is him, everything. He is so good. You know, like, I, again, I know... Can we just think about where Marvel would be if they didn't almost go bankrupt and have to sell off all their characters? I don't know. I mean, we, we probably could have... Who knows? Maybe those movies that we saw as, like, when we started seeing them as kids, it's possible this could have been going on for a long, long time. Who knows? Maybe to- Tobey Maguire could be the Spider-Man that everybody loves and we never could have seen Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland. You're right. It, 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 you know what? I guess without them doing those sell-offs and when the MCU finally, you know, became this yeah. conglomerate, you know, maybe this whole multi-universe thing never would have existed. I you know I guess you could say everything happens for a reason because we never would have gotten these things like Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. or Multiverse of Madness. I mean, I I don't think with the mul- I think with the multiverse the big thing is is it going to affect every single movie that we see coming in the future? I don't th- I, I, don't I would th- imagine. I don't think every single one and, but unless but, it's but very a backstory important. movie like Black Widow. I mean, how can you move on if you be- do a multiverse movie? Think about it. If you do a multiverse movie, how can you move on with the same timeline without being part of the multiverse? I think you can have events going on like um, like side events, 
Sort of like like I think Hawkeye isn't a show like Hawkeye is not going to be affected by the multiverse. I don't necessarily. And I think but again, I just what, want to double check that's going to take place when he's in Japan, right? Well, that's I don't think so. I think he's it's like it's after Endgame. Because oh. remember, Yelena Belova, uh, uh, what's Elaine from Seinfeld told her that he's the reason for her sister's death, which yeah. is technically technically true, but not really. See, you know, that was about to say, it, I think it would depend when that show is actually taking place. I would say it takes place after Endgame. Don't know when, but so, definitely after Endgame. So after Endgame, where, I got a little lost in my own head here. When did the multiverse start again? After So it appear, appears that we... The theory that is going around that it could... Some people say it's when Sylvie killed He Who Remains. Mm. Right, Other but people, when was that in comparison to Endgame? Uh, like literally right after, Dude, right after. Gang, gang, bang. So, but people have discovered that the events of Wandavision, the finale of Wandavision, and the finale of Loki, are synced with each other. Right. So even when He Who Remains was just like he had that script of everything that Loki and Sylvie were gonna do up to a certain point. Yes, up to a certain point, and he's looking around. He's like, what? The time, the the multiverse is already happening. Branch timelines are already happening. So. Right. Well, they started happening the moment they walked in. Yes. They started branching. Mm-hmm. So Wanda became the Scarlet Witch. Like, even when, when Agatha was going down in drops, he who remains had a little figure, picked it up, dropped it, and it was in sync when Agatha dropped on the ground. I guess he who remains has a fucking voodoo doll or some shit. He's a fucking Kang. He's I fucking mean, Kang. I, I, I'm going to say it again. Kang, gang, bang. Okay. So real quickly, getting back to multiverse, if you could have one character from any of these previous movies that we've seen, who would you pick? My pick is Patrick Stewart, uh, Charles Xavier. Van, what about you? That you would like to see? I would like to see make a cameo or something. Okay. Mine's Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Nick? I'm going to have to go uh, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool just because like, he's hysterical. I think just a brief moment. It, like, like a, it would be really funny if it was a very serious battle. And then he's just like, whoop, Sorry. Not supposed to be here. You know, you know what it is. I would. Ju- I just would like to. See, I think he would be a great addition into like the whole thing. I. Don't, I don't know. Uh, you you know, can throw him literally. It's just anywhere. hard to do him without it being R-rated. So you see, see my point. Yeah, but well, the but, thing but, is, you can. I you know, think you can still. Ma- I think you can still make his movies R-rated, but it's just like okay. when, when when he's in a cameo of for a movie or oh, yeah. not a cameo or just like a little pop up. I think. The, cameo, I think the thing is. His movies don't necessarily have to set up events that are going to happen for the future of the MCU. Right. Like, the first two Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland don't necessarily do that, with the exception of everyone finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. When I talk about the grander scheme of the MCU, I'm talking about, like, you know, when they're finding the Infinity Stones and, you know, the, the Avengers are breaking up. Like, these big-level movies are... Connecting for the next phase that they're trying, next story that they're trying to tell, the next piece of the story they're trying to tell in their face, got that out fucking finally. But the Spider-Man movies, No Way Homecoming, didn't necessarily have any huge altercations on the MCU as a whole, and Far From Home is probably does a little bit more from that, more than Homecoming does. No Way Home obviously has huge implications for the multiverse and what's going to happen for the next several years. Overall, though. We've been rambling for a long fucking time, and this is the most off-the-rails podcast we have ever fucking done. You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway, 
Will we get a Spider-Man trailer coming out soon? I don't fucking know. I hope so. Uh, let us know, all you listening, who do you want to see show up in possibly in Multiverse of Madness on our Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod at fanspeculation, all one word, on Twitter. Uh, that poll is still up there, so go ahead and vote. It's going to be up for like the next week as to when you think the Spider-Man trailer is going to be released. Um, we'll find time for Bad Batch eventually. Yep, it'll it, happen. Eventually. You got your Star Wars fix with all the stuff going on. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just sit here in silence and listen to you guys talk. All right. <laughs> but anyway, please let us know all of your thoughts, your opinions. Uh, be listening to us wherever your favorite podcast app is, Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be. Leave a five-star review. Uh, that really helps uh, boost the numbers and everything for all you guys who are listening. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. What are you excited, most excited for? If you know about the whole P- Spider-Man League, do you think it's real? Let us know. Nick, I want to thank you so much for coming on, man. This is a fucking blast. Good to see you. You're welcome anytime. Uh, no problem. I'll definitely be here more. Good. Yeah. You'll be a, recur- uh, rotate, a rotating third. Sounds good to me. Hell yeah. All right. Seems like another situation, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. my eyes on Rambo. Okay. All right. Well, for CJ Palmasano. Vinny Carini. Nick Carbo. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.